Welcome back to Hit Points. Today, we are going to get a little bit spoopy because it is the spoopy month. It is October. So this whole month, we're going to be exploring spoopy games, spoopy characters, spoopy settings, you name it. So uh, be sure to keep listening. And if you really like this show, make sure to check out our other shows. Uh, Matt and Naeem and I are all players on the Mass Effect Advantum RPG podcast where we play in a Mass Effect world jammed by Bert Jennings. You can find that on where you find your podcasts. And of course, be sure to listen to our Big Brother podcast, Unranked. They are so generous to host us on their Discord, and be sure to listen to their podcast as well. It's a fun group of our good friends. And now with that, let us begin and refill our hit points. Welcome, <laughs> children of the night. Gah. Welcome to our podcast. It's good to be here. I'm a wolf man. <laughs> I am Dracula. And here we have La Llorona. You can hear her crying. <laughs> she is crying. She's so coming much. for your babies. <laughs> Whoa, wolf man. You need to calm down. All right. This That's is her story. Anyways, it's a beautiful interrupt podcast that oh. we can definitely delve into. But this is a video game podcast. Gosh darn it. Thank you all so much for joining us for Hit Points. Uh, as always, I am one of your hosts, Emily Rose Jacobson. And joining me, of course, as always, is Naeem Stewart. Hey. And Matt Acevedo. Ah. I'm not just going to introduce myself. Naeem gave me a look. <laughs> 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 no, I was looking. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it is October, man. Uh, oh, and, uh, it's I love it. Mm. And we get five We get five episodes now for us. That's October. right. It's one of those bonus months. <laughs> and speaking of bonuses, a little bit more money if you get paid weekly. Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. Or if you're not me, me. Uh, <laughs> and you just had a big old release, your boss is like, have a four-day weekend because you earned it, company. Oh. I'm like, great. That's awesome. We released centaurs, and then it was like, everyone deserves a nice break. We worked on centaurs so hard. <laughs> <laughs> well, congratulations. We made those centaurs work. Enjoy that time. Thank you. I'm yeah. so excited because this Friday, you know, I'm going to be playing this, the moment it comes out, oh, Ghostbusters. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to be playing it too. You know, actually, I haven't played it. It is so good. It's really I'm good. so excited about really it. Really good. Probably. I'm, I'm probably going to get it on my Switch. Oh. I'm trying to look at, I need to actually map out all the games that are coming out this month because I want to balance yeah. which ones are coming out. Like, I want to put half of them on my Switch and half of them on my PS4 because I don't want to load up Ghostbusters and Outer Worlds on my PS4 because I'm not going to be able to play both of them. Where if I put Ghostbusters on my Switch, I can play it on my Switch and take it with me, and then I can play the Outer Worlds whenever it comes out. Yeah, I totally I totally understand. I feel that, too. And I'm going to be playing it on my Switch. You know that? Yep. I'm for sure going to be playing uh, that bubble on my Switch. But I'm excited. What about you now? Are you going to pick it up? Um, I see sorry. uh Played and played through the Ghostbusters game uh, years ago. Loved it, but uh, I'm gonna pick up Ghost Recon because that's the game that yeah. uh, Tanae and I play. Uh, we played the Wildlands when it came out, and that's our co-op game we played and love. It's really good, especially if you have friends to play with. Yeah. Um. So I'm gonna pick up uh, um, the new Ghost Recon when it comes out this Friday. Ooh, spooky so. ghosts! Well, the ghosts shoot you, so I mean. So uh, there's two <laughs> ghost Ooh. games coming out this yeah. Friday. Yeah. A spooky Ooh. day. Well, speaking oh, of, oh, those are the games we're gonna be playing. <laughs> Those are the games that we're excited to play. Let's talk about what games we've been playing 
this week. Yo, it's been a big. Honestly, it's been a big week. I had a really big gaming week. Um, because like it, we haven't been shooting at work, so we've been kind of like I've been able to get home a little early and like. So lucky. That's so nice, man. So lucky. It's like you work hard and then you get to go play early. hard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but I I power. Um, I didn't even mean to. I beat Link's Awakening in like five days. I even did a secret dungeon and everything like that. Like oh, it's, I didn't know there was a secret dungeon. Oh, naive. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> I'm not going to give you a hint. Okay. Well. <laughs> but if you want oh one, if you, but if you do want one, uh, let me know. <laughs> if you do want one, let me know. <laughs> if anyone wants one, you can whisper <laughs> me. Happy to help. I was I was watching Eric stream. Eric. Uh, uh, Erica Riker yeah. stream Link's Awakening. <laughs> it was the most frustrating thing I've ever seen. What, can oh you not my play? God. Dude, I was like, he's doing this puzzle wrong. <laughs> and like, I don't <laughs> want a backseat game, but he kept doing the same thing over and over again. And I'm like, okay, if that didn't work the first time, and uh, the first five times, that's not going to work, Eric. That's not going to work. What was he doing it for entertainment value? No, he was trying really hard. He's like, uh, okay, well, uh, that didn't <laughs> work. Uh, so I'm going to... Uh, Oh, oh no, I died. Oh, oh. I'm like, no, Eric. And I'm like, you want to hang? He's like, no, Matt, no, Matt, stupid Matt. <laughs> Are you sure it was not a bit that he was doing? No, it's that was he was actually playing the game. Okay. Um, but anyways, I beat that. Um, and I gotta say, guys, that game's phenomenal. It is beautiful in and out. The dungeon creator, I didn't even get to touch about that, but it's actually a lot of fun. Very user friendly. Yeah, I heard um, about that. I don't recommend starting it until you beat all the the whole game because yeah. you you get the pieces of the dungeons you defeat. There's a lot of customization and stuff, um, and it's just it's really fun. I yeah. really dig that. I've also been playing uh, uh, Untitled Goose Game. So I've, I've seen a <laughs> what's his name on uh, Donkey Video Game Donkey playing that game. Yeah. It looks ridiculous. It's, it's joyful. <laughs> I love like, no, in a good way. Yeah, it, it, yes, they, yeah. it's a joyful. <laughs> yes. The internet is just like. I think we want to like have him be the Democratic runner for against Trump uh, <laughs> in the election. Win. Yeah, this yeah. goose. Yeah. Uh, but like he's getting this goose like is everywhere. I saw I one today. I literally just saw an image that was the goose hold, carrying the Infinity Gauntlet yeah, I, away from Thanos. I, I was literally about to I say see that. It, it was in a stylized <laughs> version of the game. Yeah, I was like, this it's is like and I am a never. Oh, and it just <laughs> yeah, shows the goose. goose with the it's like honk, honk. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that game is a delight. I'm actually curious to see how everyone solves the puzzles because it looks like there's multiple ways to solve them. I love that in a game. Yeah. Woo-hoo. Is it on yeah. PC only or is it Switch? No, or? it's got on the, It's like it's, it's everywhere. everywhere. Oh, okay. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, so I've been playing that, and I did. I am back in Fire Emblem, but then I took a break because Ori in the Blind Forest came out. And I never mm-hmm. beat it. Um, so I downloaded it, and I get the definitive edition, and um, I'm like already. I'm about seventy percent done with the game, and it's. Gorgeous, and I'm playing on hard mode, and that game is unforgiving. It's like, on Switch. It's on Switch, dude. Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> that game is so beautiful. It is a very if you're looking for a uh, Metroidvania that if you beat Hollow Knight and you beat Samus Returns on the 3DS and you want a good Metroidvania that'll f- you know fulfill the time until a new one comes out, this is a really really solid remaster. It looks amazing. The score is so touching and beautiful, and the platforming is extremely difficult. If you want a good challenge, it is so so good. Um, and the puzzles, the platforming puzzles are just so like unique and different like there's one bit i just did where it, it was like messing with gravity like you had to carry this stone and like go around in gravity and then jump if you were like sideways you'd have to j- like jump off and then go to like jump like free fall sideways mm. and then hit something else you know it's really intricate platforming and it's it's addicting i can't recommend this game enough um there is it is 
if you there are different difficulties if you went to easy mode you would have obviously have an easier time i forgot i was playing on hard mode i'm like why is this so hard i keep dying on one hit i'm like oh yeah i'm on hard mode but i'm i'm powering through it but is it harder than like uh i know it's two different types of games but there's still side scrolls in a sense of hollow knight it's uh, compared to those two it's it's you know what I love about it is is that it's similar in the vein of it's harder in the beginning mm-hmm. um, because as you go on you gain power ups and it gets a little easier like you get a wall climb and a double jump and yeah. stuff like that so like those things make the game easier I would say I actually think the platforming element of it is harder than Hollow Knight I think Ori but I'm also playing on hard mode mm-hmm. Ori on hard mode is a harder game than Hollow Knight I think Wow Wow Yeah That's and the score is beautiful man It's a big statement. Yeah, I'm not. not I'm, I'm not saying. I uh, for me, Hollow Knight is my favorite. Yeah. Um, but I think Ori is harder. How does it compare to I mean, Shovel Knight? Um. Mm, good question. I so I think Ori's harder. Wow. I really do think. I think Ori. Try it on hard mode. I think yeah. it's a very challenging game. Okay. But that's what I've been playing. How much is it? Um, I think it's only twenty bucks on oh, the eShop. Okay. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll give it a try when I have time because you know this this mount this month is all loaded with. Games. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I'm trying to beat it. <laughs> I actually, was, I want to go home and try and beat it tonight. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think I can do it. It's not a long game. There's like three temples that you have to get to. Okay. Uh, and I'm on the way to the third one. So, right, Adam? Yeah. Hell yeah! <laughs> Hell yeah! That's right. What have y'all been playing? Um. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to. Min- I was trying to finish a uh, Wildlands before the new one, Ghost Recon, comes out. But I just been swamped at work. Other than that, uh, Legend of Zelda: Wake Link's Awakening. I just finished the uh, Angular dungeon, mm-hmm. um, so I'm moving on to the next quest with that. I don't know what it is. I don't remember. I haven't played this game in like over 15, 20 years mm-hmm. from the original. I mean, but uh, I'm enjoying it. It's a lot of fun. I got used to the uh, choppy. Did they update it? I didn't Not yet. Okay. Yeah. Not okay. yet. Um, they will though. Like I mean, they just finally put a patch sneakily today for Super Mario Maker 2 where you can finally play with friends online. So I'm sure they're going to sneakily put in a patch that gets rid Probably. of that frame rate problem. Yeah. Well, other than that, it's it's great. I enjoy it a lot. Uh, it's a really, really fun, enjoyable game, and the music is phenomenal. Uh, yeah. Oh, the music's so good. And yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. Quick note on the music. I'm so sorry. That game is Why so you good. Apologize? I don't know. Apologize. I'm, I'm talking this a lot right podcast. now. podcast. You were a person. You were like one of the three hosts on this yeah. podcast. You don't have to. You can only apologize to yourself. Ah, oh, thanks, guys. Uh, what makes that don't game? Say sorry to yourself. What, oh, I'm sorry, Matt. <laughs> it's okay, Matt. We cool. Ooh, he's talking to himself. <laughs> um, anyways, this game, Lord. the music in this game, um, Patrick Ellers pointed it out um, on his podcast. Mm-hmm. And he's a good friend of ours. And and um, it's why I love this game's take on the Zelda theme yeah. and just all the music in general is that Zelda's originally actually orchestrated with a full orchestra. Um, but Link's Awakening is actually, this game is, they remastered it with, or, with um, a chamber uh, a chamber group. So there's there's only songs with small chamber pieces. What that means is like one of like each instrument. Um, you know what I mean? So like yes, yeah. yeah. So like there's a, there's like a woodwind chamber and yeah. then a brass chamber right. group. Um, and it's it makes such a great difference. I think it fits it fits that game so well. You know what I mean? Did seasons? It's perfect. It's perfect. Did seasons and uh, what's the other one? Seasons and uh, the Zelda, the two Zelda games that came out on Game Boy Color. Did, were those were, were, yeah, were those instruments as well? From what I remember, I don't remember the uh, it was seasons oh. and uh, something else. Well, yeah, they had a, they had a, they had instruments in that one. I think it was instruments in that one too, but I don't remember which ones it was. I haven't played that in yeah. 
two decades when it came out. Yeah, man. Probably. So I, I that would I think that one deserves a remaster. No, I, I think they should remaster that. Uh, yeah, that I game. wouldn't be surprised if they do. Yeah, yeah. I want that in Wind Waker. Well, oh my god. Push, push the, yeah. the game from the what was it? It was on the Wii U, wasn't it? It was on the Wii U remastered, yeah. yeah. Put it on the Switch. But anyways, while you're listening to the music, think of the really cool chamber group that put that together. Yeah. I think cool. that's really special. I yeah. love it. Yeah. And hey, what have you been playing? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> you look at me. Why? Well, because I know we were talking about, I would just want to make sure you would all, you would No, you that's all, up. those two I was playing. I have been playing Untitled Goose Game, just having a goose time, bam, having bam. a blast. Oh, my gosh. Locking bam. the little boy in the phone booth is great. <laughs> also, it's just like I love creative. It's creative puzzle solving because it gives you no introduction. Like one of the objectives like in the second level is get on TV. Oh, and yeah. you're like, oh, my gosh, how the heck do <laughs> I do that? Like I have no idea. And if you're if you're a gamer that gets easily frustrated by puzzles, like you might be someone who like puts this down and is like, I'll go back to it later. But it's so much fun just, like, you will discover things just by walking around and interacting with everything. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. It's that great because, like, you don't die. You just get – you just – people chase after you, and you ultimately will drop the thing you're carrying if and, like, they catch it. you. Yeah. That's it. You know, yeah. nobody killed that goose. You the goose. <laughs> you don't die. You <laughs> need to try this game. Apparently, you're saying you have to lock a child in the phone. Oh, that's yep. one of the challenges, man. That's one of the challenges. Get yeah. on TV. Make the boy wear a different pair of glasses. Go shopping. And what you have to put different items in a shopping <laughs> basket without getting caught. It's fun. so fun. It's very fun puzzle solving. Yeah. I love puzzle yeah. games. Uh, that's been a blast. And of course, <laughs> because I am the person who just, despite new games coming out, I'm like, you know what? I really want to mm. play all the other games I have at my house because I just want to replay everything. Yeah. Of course, I started to replay Red Fallout Dead? New Vegas. That no, no. Oh. New Vegas. Okay. I started. I had to. Uh, we've been talking about it so much, <laughs> especially with Outer Worlds coming out. I really, and especially like we talked, we watched that Xbox, uh, Inside Xbox, and they just kept saying. If you love Fallout New Vegas, this is Fallout New Vegas. I was like, well, now I gotta, I'm got i going to prep for this game. I'm mm. going to prep for the Outer Worlds coming out by replaying Fallout New Vegas. And, man, it's just so much fun. It's just a yeah. hit. I love it. <sighs> I am running around. I uh, just finished up uh, Liberating Prim. So I saved. That before? That's the Vicky and Vance Casino. That's mm. where yes, you have to go okay. save the Deputy Beagle in yep. the, yeah, the, yeah. the Bison Casino. And I always make Prim Slim uh, the dep- the sheriff. I always turn the robot into the sheriff. That's I did always too. my goal. Yeah. I love him as the sheriff because you get really funny voice clips on the radio later yeah. on. I love it. I'm headed up towards the, the NCR trading post. It's so much fun. I'm always the kind of person, though, whoever I play that game, my favorite parts of that game are in Vegas. So it's so hard, especially when you start a new game. It's like, okay, I have to go, to I have to go through all the places just yeah. to get to New Vegas. But ultimately, it is worth it, and it's mm. just such a hoot. Like, I love that game, and we have some fun, exciting news. Oh, I should just jump into it. I'll let you oh. just jump into uh, it. I'm going to be Matt Acevedo's segue person. Embrace the segue. Well, quick question. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, has anyone jumped back onto Crash Team Racing real quick? Not in a while. I haven't. They have a new DLC coming they've out. Got, they've, they've been, been releasing a bunch so of stuff. So much stuff. For free, yeah. new yep. maps and characters. I'm like, what? The and outfits <laughs> and you name it. Like they just released Spiral the Dragon as a racer. I'm apparently so. <laughs> you have it on Download the PS4. Right turn now, it dude. on. You turn it on. Adam's right here and he's like, he's immediately turning on his PS4 because I I put I put my my review code on his PS4. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm like, there's so much content that it just releasing for free. I think you have to unlock it, but it's free still. So yeah, yeah, but it's great. I like that type of stuff. Me too, man. Yeah. yeah. Me too. That's all I needed to say. Well, I like that segue, but we ruined Emily's perfect segue. Oh, shoot. Start over. All right. Shoot. So, Fallout New Vegas. Uh, Speaking (laughs) of Fallout New Vegas, 
Let's segue into some uh, gaming news, shall we, ladies and jelly beans? Uh, comicbook.com reported this earlier this week <laughs> that the Fallout Legacy Collection what, has, what? Been, has been leaked. So this is a Fallout Legacy Collection that is coming to the PS4, Xbox One, and PC apparently, like, later this month. I feel that that is really, really tight, especially with having no announcement whatsoever. It says it was leaked by Amazon. Uh, oh, they released like a release date. It released or just it was like it's this photo. Oh, I and like that. And you find you can if you go to comicbook.com and you look up this article, you can find it. The photo appears though. That is a photo from uh, the Fallout Vault game, Vault the Vault yeah, Dweller. The, the right. So that's I'm part of me is like. Someone could have very easily, but it is listed under Zenimax Bethesda, mm -hmm. so it's really hard. Someone could have easily put that up as a fake because it is also, I think it's in German uh, and whatnot, but apparently it is uh, all the number of Fallout games <laughs> that don't end in 76, so Bethesda nice. wants you to forget about uh, anything that came out after <laughs> 2016. What game are you talking about? I don't know. It's, yeah. it's, uh, it's, it's a way. Hmm. I really wish there was a Fallout game in the last couple of years. So this bundle yeah. apparently <laughs> includes <laughs> both Fallout New Vegas, Fallout Tactics, as well as all the DLC for New Vegas, Fallout 3, and Fallout 4, which sounds insane. What, so they're releasing this this month, allegedly? Apparently it's supposed to be coming out this month. Right. That's, that's, that, that, that's, that's kind of oversaturated. It, it, yeah, I, it, says, it says the 25th of October 2019 in German. I don't understand that. I, I think I think it yeah it's I don't you're competing against Outer Worlds. Well, I think it's really tricky because um, I want to so badly believe this, but then again, like this would be amazing. I think eventually we will get a Fallout collection. I have no doubt about that. Whether yeah. I don't think it's coming out this month. I, I don't believe that, but I think a Fallout collection is definitely in development somewhere. I don't know, though, if New Vegas will be a part of it. I don't know. It's mm. a little That's a little tricky because it's also with Obsidian. Uh, yeah. Um, but it's one of those deals, too, where we had a very similar thing happening with Mass Effect, where BioWare teased and announced there was going to be a Mass Effect remastered collection coming out. And it never did, and so it looks like if they are going to do one, it will most likely be on the next-gen consoles more than anything else. Or are they just going to go do a direct sequel to Mass Effect 3 and just do Mass Effect 4? And they also, too, want us to forget about Andromeda. That's It's it's a lot of up in the airs. I think ultimately what we're kind of seeing a trend of is mm. everybody wants remastered games of the classics. Yeah. Everybody wants these. And they're and it's they're great money too. Man, you just remaster your game and you put it back on the market and you put it on the next on the newest console. Of course people are going to buy it. I have four different versions of Skyrim because I'm 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 a stand for Skyrim. Like I love it. I yeah. can't I have it on VR. I have yet to go into it in VR because I know <laughs> I will get lost and people will find my body no. dead in my apartment no. because I died in the virtual world. I died in the game. I died in real life. Don't do it. You're going to get Sword Art Online. I know. That, that, You're going to get Science Gate. And become Tron, except in Skyrim. Uh, except it's fake. not an arcade game. Um, oh, but yeah, I would. Science Gate? No, I thought I was. Uh, this, never mind. I thought I was. Ah, never mind. Go on, sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just ultimately, I'd love to hear you guys' thoughts. As exciting as this is, I don't know if it is realistic, but hopefully we will get some in the future. No, I think I do think we're gonna get that. I don't think we're gonna get that soon. I feel like they've that we've had leaks like this before. Like Walmart's been a culprit of of renouncing things like that as well. Oh, Amazon announced the whole. Well, Amazon leaked the Overwatch case. Yeah. That made everyone that realize that like, oh, it's coming to the switch. That was bad. I do. I think the product will be real. I don't think we'll get it. 
this soon. I don't think he could get it this year. I think it'll probably mm-hmm. early next year. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, but I'm I'm for it. I think the game itself. Uh, I, I'm in. I'm I super mean, if it has in. all the DLC packs and it has all the numbered Fallout games, like mm-hmm. that's pretty great. Yeah, that's a great remastered deal. three or just yeah the leg or just even having three I mean, yeah. on a PS4 like without having to get the PS. Uh, the PS Now or the mm-hmm. PS, the PlayStation essentially arcade subscription. Wasn't yeah. the PS3 version like buggy when it came out? From I don't. Fallout? I never played. I never played it on PS3. I played it on Xbox. I played Xbox 360. Yeah, yeah that and PC. So it, when it was you know good. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I oh. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm all for it. Just uh, like I said, I don't think it'll happen this year, uh, especially with Outer Worlds coming out and all the bunch of other games that are coming out. Yeah. It's just it's just so much games coming out in the next couple of months, this month starting, that it's just going to be overshadowed. And yeah. uh, it'll be kind of weird to and, put and it out right now. And if I had to choose between this and a hat in time, <laughs> I'm going to pick a hat in time. What? It's a Switch game. <laughs> oh. It's a Nintendo game. I've been waiting two years <laughs> for this game right, to come right. to the Switch, right. and I'm finally getting it. Right. So, uh, if it came out, I mean, besides that, there's also Outer Worlds, yeah. Luigi's Mansion, mm-hmm. uh, Trying Four, just Trying Four. Like there is too much game, so yeah. I will not be playing it. Speaking of the Switch, until later. I'm gonna do segue. Speaking of the Switch, uh, so earlier today, uh, Blizzard announced that they really want Overwatch characters in Smash, and they'd be open to having. Any of their characters in yeah. Smash, I think it'd be really fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah, it was in an IGN interview, and uh, uh, they were saying that they asked well, if if you if Nintendo asked you to put an Overwatch character in, which would it be? And they said that they we love all of our characters; they are all like our favorites. Uh, Nintendo, put any character you want into Smash, please. Yeah, <laughs> they're gonna have to put Tracer. That's she's pretty much the cover girl. I think it would be either Tracer or Diva. I think those are the Diva was a good one as well. I could see Soldier. Soldier, yeah. Soldier's pretty. Like notice, like pretty, like Do figurehead, they? a figurehead of Overwatch. Well, I think, yeah. but like if you have an opportunity to put like like a a girl in stuff like that, like it'll probably be Tracer. Uh, Winston's another good one. Winston um, would be sweet. But you have gr- uh, him versus I Donkey Kong. <laughs> you have to really think about like I think the thing is like really thinking about okay, what are the different Smash types? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And whose move sets fit into one of those types? Yeah, I think it would be I, honestly Diva seems like a really good option for me because that move set that she would have would be she would be heavy with projectiles, and I think that would be a really good addition to the Smash family. Yeah. Um, I think Tracer would have Tracer would have kind of Zelda's abilities, which is like the phasing and with a mi- I, I, but she'd be but her things like speed. Yeah. So I think she'd be like. Uh, almost like a fox type. Okay, yeah, I can see you know? that more. Yeah. I think she'd be like a fox type with a splash of chic. <laughs> uh, I was thinking chic as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, it's, like these characters are built for Smash. Yeah, you know I mean, like they're uh, any of them could fit, which is I think the beauty of it. What if it's like you know, like we're making more characters. We're gonna put all of over. No, they would never do that. Gosh, but, that would be insane. Overwatch versus Smash Brothers, <laughs> like Marvel versus Capcom. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Take you for a ride. That would be a really people, fun. People will game. buy that though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. are you kidding me? Yeah, people oh will love that. Yeah, man. Blizzard, you should get on it. That's your idea right now. Yeah. Um, I <laughs> mean, I look, look. Here's the thing about Sakurai is that he listens. He knows. I mean, he's not. He doesn't listen. He's Sans also like a gamer. Smash. Yeah. Undertale. Is in Smash. <laughs> yeah, you can play as Sans. You can play as the Skeleton Man. Yeah, the m- Skeleton Meme Man. Yeah, yeah. Like he listens. So, 
I would not be surprised if we, if, you know, if I think it would be Tracer or Diva. I think Tracer. I I would bet money on Tracer though. Yeah. I think Tracer, I like Diva too. Yeah, I definitely want to see more female characters added to Smash. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was just thinking how many female characters are in Smash right now. Yeah. Versus, you know. Well, we too, if you look at to the DLC lineup and release, it's been a lot. It's been uh, Banjo, it's mm-hmm. been uh, Joker, and now we're getting uh, Fatal Fury. Which I'm like, mm, I don't know. I'm like, uh, uh. I didn't really. Maybe like the the Neo. I think uh, Neo. Or the, the Nat Neo Geo. Or no. Nat, Nat Geo. No, National Geographic. Nat Geo. I'm so sorry. Bad. Somewhere someone is. Um, you're wrong. It's like just <laughs> not even listening to this podcast just senses a girl said a wrong thing in about <laughs> oh video no. games. Uh, but apparently that that franchise, Fatal Fury, is big in Japan. So yes. it's like it makey sensey. It makey sense. It make good sense. But yeah, I mean, who are who are y'all's? I don't think we've talked about Overwatch in a while. Who are y'all's Overwatch mains? Uh, I'm mostly like a Lucio main. Last time I played, I also play Soldier. Nice. Times. nice. I used to play a lot with uh, Andy and uh, um, Janelle. Janelle. So yeah, and Far uh, is another one I play with as well. So nice. I'm a big uh, Tracer slash Reinhardt. Dang. Yeah, I like I like being support spammy, and mm. I like being the heavy in front. Like, follow me! <laughs> no wonder Just taking out your Krogan. shield and your sword. <laughs> oh, my gosh, yes. This says so much about Matt's Mass Effect character. Yeah. <laughs> um, except it was an evil Reinhardt. Uh, <laughs> In a, evil's a loose term. It's, uh, it's, uh, yeah. yeah, you're yeah, right. Renegade. Renegade. <laughs> Renegade's not evil, just like Slytherin is an evil. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I main D.Va. D.Va's probably my top main. And then I really like Zenyatta. Mm. I'm a big Zenyatta player. Zenyatta's and Torbjorn. Really I think Torbjorn is so underused. Yeah. If you know, I know, like, if you know how to play Torbjorn, Torbjorn right, like I do, you find the best. You just have to be someone who knows the maps really well and knows how to exploit places on the maps. Yeah. So you put the turret down. Yep. And just yeah. Oh, I have to, like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man. And they and they added his, the first when they got rid of his suit, his his ultimate. I was like, oh man. Because his ultimate was like he just became super, super invincible yeah, and, and just would like run around and his turret got crazy. Yeah. And now they just made it into molten core yep. where he just sh- spits lava yep. out, which is okay. At first I was a little bummed, but I've gotten – it's like, okay, cool. It's something to expect from Overwatch. That'll be interesting too is to see what movesets, especially as we've seen these characters' movesets change and their ultimates yeah. change yeah. over time. What moves will they keep? I guess there's – I mean, they already have their, ult- their smash ultimate. It is their ultimate. So yeah. that'll be really fun to see too. I'm excited to. I'm guys. I'm probably gonna pick up, pick up, Overwatch on Switch, because I'm most likely gonna play it. Oh, it comes out soon. Isn't it? And it comes out the same day as uh, in time. What am I gonna do? <laughs> um, <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, but I'm like, I'm, uh, what I'm excited about though is like, first off, I'm gonna have that that game. I'm gonna actually just. I'm not gonna buy physical. I'm just gonna download it, have it on my Switch, so I can play it whenever. And I, I'm excited because they're gonna enable motion controls on the gyro uh, yeah. gyroscope. So, I'm a huge Splatoon player, so I'm curious to see how the uh, how the motion would go with Overwatch. I feel like it would enhance my gaming. I played Overwatch with my VR headset and had a blast. It's not like full VR. It just feels like as if you were watching Overwatch on a big screen right in front of oh. you. 
Mm-hmm. Did it make my shooting? Did it make my aiming better? Who knows? But it was really fun to play like that. I felt very, Im- especially playing as Diva, felt very immersed. Being a first-person shooter in a VR headset, regardless as of of if it is built for VR, yeah. is very very fun. Yeah. So you said it's not you looking around. It's no, just it's like I'm looking at like it's like I had a big projector screen right in front of me. Mm. It's pretty fun, and it, yeah, it doesn't make you feel that doesn't make you feel yeah, sick. Yeah, I think if it was the other way full around, full VR Overwatch yeah, would be like. <laughs> Guys, we just need two more people, and <laughs> probably Andy and Jill, and we can be like professional Nintendo Switch Overwatch players. Could, I mean, yeah. we just do three. We All we have to do is have like a tank, yeah. a support, and a, and a, and a FPS. Climbing the ranks. Or That's a true. DPS, oh, sorry. Yeah, man. I'm down. I'm down. Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of climbing the ranks, uh, Chairman Sean Layden Rebel left six. Sony Interactive. <laughs> uh, so an opposite of that. He, he There's no more ranks for him to climb because uh, he's gone. That's true. Uh, that's crazy, man. Yeah, because this was sudden. It, yeah. This wasn't planned, so they don't, they, they don't have a replacement. And it also, there isn't a report as to why. Yeah. There isn't, a, you know what I mean? Like, like, I can't I can't tell if, like, it was on, I don't think it was, like, on bad terms or anything. I just think. They he, haven't said anything. I think he was just like, this has been fun. Because he's been on it for, like, a long time. Mm-hmm. He's seen, like, multiple, like, consoles come to oh. fruition and stuff, you know? Yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm. I don't. I don't know what their plans are, Sony, in terms of replacing. I'm, I'm pretty sure they'll find a replacement fairly soon. Um, probably. I'm pretty sure before, of course, the PS5 launches. I would imagine. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, there was no big. There was no uh, reason, like you said, to as to why he was. There's released. a few speculations here and there, but it's essentially just rumors mm-hmm. because Sony left a pretty, uh, pretty blank, broad statement. Mm. Yeah, and like, you would think a company would issue. No matter what, though, you would think they would issue like a, br- like a, I don't know, the deets. Give us the, give us the deets or a passing of the torch. You know that the the fact that they haven't done that is like kind of makes me wonder if something went down. But yeah. well, pr- according to GameDaily.biz, um, Sean Layden departs Sony amid restructuring confusion and potential power struggle. Mm. I mean, his his resume from what he. Uh, Pushed out, helped pushed out while he was in the office was you know Last of Us, Spider Man, uh, Hero, uh, Horizon Hero Zero Dawn, uh, 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 the guard, uh, Last Guardian, it just uh, great games under when he was in the in the seat, and uh, like I said, I know the next person that will take the reins will be just fine, but uh, it kind of sucks for him to be gone because he was pretty cool. Well, it seems like it seems that Sony seems to be in a big time of change, mm-hmm. not attending E three. Not having a PlayStation experience, yeah, still kind of holding back information until they finally release the PlayStation, the next gen console. Yeah, it seems there seems there seems to be they seem to recede it, and it seems to be a lot of of stuff going on internally. Yeah. yeah, hopefully, I mean, all we want is that this this decision, as long as it benefits the company, it makes everything great for the employees there. And it makes the company great for the games they develop and create. And as they continue as a company, that's all we can hope for. Yeah. Yeah. Amid no matter what gossip or craziness is happening. Yeah. Yeah. Emily, I think uh, that was like really well said. It's like Sony should have said something like that. Well, that's what you get when you're a, when you're a PR community <laughs> manager. You know how to word things. Spooky. With that, yes, let's change our vocal inflection as we explore <laughs> Horror games. What's spookier than leaving a company? <laughs> games. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Ooh, it's what's crunch spook- time. Yeah, what's spookier than not knowing the fate of Sony Interactive and what made happen? It's the spooky Halloween games. <laughs> Boo, oh, a jump oh, scare. Gosh, oh, oh, you got to warn us when you're going to scare. Oh, my god. That's gosh. not what I do. I'm a horror game. You don't get warnings. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Well, yeah, man. <laughs> Unless I'm predictable, and then you know when you're going to get a jump scare. That's right. <laughs> what was that? Yeah. <laughs> I'm the cool werewolf. So you was trying to be like Waluigi or something like that. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so that's right. Like we said at the beginning of the episode, it is the spooky month. This whole entire month, we're going to be exploring horror games. What do horror games mean? Ooh. What are horror games? Ah. Our favorite villains, Eek. settings, you wow. name it. So today... We decided we kick it off and just talk about our top three horror games that we've played. Yeah, kicking it off right. Um, kicking it off right. Yeah, kicking it off right, man. So let's start. Let's start. I want to say this. Let's start in list. Let's go around. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's start from three. Okay. And then go two and like let's save Does our favorite. That'd be in the same. That'd be a certain order or just. I say three. like start from the bottom. Like your top three. You're gonna okay. go your third place. We're gonna mm-hmm. go around the circle. Do third, okay. second, and then first. Okay. Okay. Cool. Um. This is a tough question. It is really hard. I think uh, I know I, I for sure know two of them, and I'm fighting in my head for the third one. Um, I'll start with one of them because um, I have my number one. I have my three. Go ahead. You have your three? Yeah. Um, the Fatal Frame series Okay. used to scare the bejeebas out of me. Fatal Frame is a series where you are you have a camera and mm. you can't see these spirits when you're going to hunt them. You can only capture them by looking through the camera, and they'll pop up at you while you're looking through this camera. And you gotta snap the picture of them in order to capture them into the freaking camera. And me and my friends, like, we had a tradition that actually ties into like the other game too, where we would like play with the lights out, we play at night, Mm-mm. and we try to scare each other. Nope. Uh, mm-hmm. And we would scare each other. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was like, so whenever you were the one in control of the game, you had so much pressure. <laughs> and I never, uh, like, and th- uh, with Fatal Frame, I never beat it because we always played it at Patrick's house because he had all the cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were, like, Patrick? we, Patrick's my best friend. Oh, okay. Uh, since fourth grade. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he's getting married soon. I don't know why uh, I'm saying that. Aw, uh, congrats. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah. Patrick, this is a shout out for you. Yeah, man. Um, but yeah, dude. Uh, I don't know. We used to, like that game. Just the fact that like you can't. There's this, this eerie presence whenever you go into rooms and stuff. I don't remember who developed it. Uh, was it Capcom? I don't want to say it was Capcom. Yes, but it was Capcom. Mm-hmm. I think it was Capcom. Yeah. I may have to look. I may have to double check, but I think it was Capcom. Yeah, but like just like that mechanic of not being able to see what you're look, looking for until you look into the camera. Like press the button, stop. Press the button, bring the camera up, and look into the lens. That always like really freaked me out. Yeah. Uh, my number one is Resident Evil 2. I love Resident Evil. Whoa. Oh, yeah, yeah, go, we're going ahead. three. Yeah, we're going three. <laughs> oh. We're going to all do our three. Then we're going to all do our two. Oh, uh, well. You spoiled it. Uh, spoiled it. But uh, what's your number three? <laughs> so uh, the, the publishers of Fatal Frame were Nintendo, Microsoft, uh, Koei Tecmo, Ubisoft, Tecmo, uh, Wanadu, mm. and more. Mm. So it was not. I could have sworn it was Capcom. Maybe Capcom yeah. acquired it later on. Oh, well, maybe. But not the OG. Um, my third one would have to be uh, Alien Isolation. <gasps> Ooh. I, Dude, I loved yeah. it. I didn't expect I it to be so that. good. Um, if if anyone has not played it, it's uh, I think it takes place after the first one because you you are controlling Ellen Ripley, who is the daughter of what's her name, uh, the the main character from a. Uh, the Alien series, yes, uh, especially the first one. Ripley. So you, Ripley, yeah. Uh, 
you you basically control her as you're trying to figure out what happened to your mom because from what I remember in the first one she gets sent out to space or like if Adam was here he probably or you do you have you seen the first one uh, the alien? alien yeah yeah she's just flying back yeah so I think she's lost at some point she's kind of yeah she's right. drifting through space so as the daughter you're trying to find her basically and uh, yeah the the mechanic of dealing with the alien all throughout <laughs> the uh, the space station we were in. Um, as well as just navigating through just a crazy, scary uh, environment is just awesome. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it's a very stressful game. I don't think it's – to me, it's not scary. It's just very stressful because you have that looming threat of the alien just mm-hmm. randomly popping up and just pretty much want to kill you in one hit. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's one of my favorite games. That I did not expect to have that much fun playing it. So, uh, yeah, Alien Isolation. Uh, I would definitely – I don't know if Adam's played it. I don't think he has. I, I Adam would, would be really into it. He yeah. really, I think, I like. He, I think he'd be really be interested in my number one. Mm-hmm. I really want to get him to play the number one game. I'll talk about later. I think I know what it is. Oh, I think I know what it is. We'll get to that later. <laughs> but uh, my number three, and I'm just gonna go off and said say this. Uh, I'm not gonna talk about Bioshock. I'm not gonna talk about The Last of Us. Mm. To me, those really, are, those are much more adventure games well, to me yeah. than yeah. horror games. Yeah. I will say my number three horror game is the Resident Evil Two Remaster. Damn it. That was, uh, I was really, really surprised. (laughs) I was, I actually played that on a podcast. You can listen to it. It's called See No Evil, where they went through every week and they had guests. Mm -hmm. uh, My three friends, uh, Corey, Alex, and Arlo, they'd Mm -hmm. go through and they'd play the game. They'd have a guest on every week. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm not good at horror games. In fact, Mountain Dew made a show about it called Live Screaming on Twitch, where they would turn off all the lights. Mm -hmm. They would put front lights in front of us, so we had to lean in close to see the screen, and no one in the studio was allowed to talk to us while we played the games it was awful and i was you had to play the like i was forced to play these games and you can't like look away and try and beat a game because that's not good twitch content emily uh so we played the we played so many games we even played outlast with tyler main who played michael myers in the rob zombie michael myers films oh yeah he was great he told me i'd die like the first i'd be the first death before the credits even roll in a horror movie and i'm like i have no doubt but uh But to me, out of the games that I've played, I really liked, I like a horror game that's not only, I'm not huge into scaries, mm. but I will be into it if it's like well done. Yeah. I've never been so scared in my life than like playing Resident Evil 2, man, just oh. running around and just hearing the zombie noises in the background. You're like, oh, where's the heart key? Yeah. Oh, and the, and, and like, the, like the pressure of like, yeah. you never know when um, Mr. Uh, Mr. X, uh, Mr. Oh X would just bust through and well, just like, oh my gosh. I was on <laughs> the episode we did on that podcast, spoiler. <laughs> On See No Evil, that was when he first showed up, yeah. and we <laughs> lost our minds. When he picks up a helicopter? Yup, yeah. and he's just there, and we were, like, I, everyone in the whole room just loses, like, is like, nope, 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 like, screaming. Because uh, I played that game, like, a little bit when it came out when yeah. I was younger. I'd play it at friends' houses, but I hated horror games, so I'd play it for, like, five minutes. I'd be like, no. And so uh, I actually got to explore more of it. It's yeah. still not very good at it because it is so scary, but I appreciate the redesign, the restructuring, yeah. and just the feel and the story of this game it's so well done you got to go in this room you got to go find these puzzle pieces but you don't want to go back down there because you don't know what's down there you have to keep retracing your stuff i think that's great game design and that's why it's my number three yeah i mean like that i mean look look i spoiled it and that's my number one both since we're talking about it uh and like like that game even like the remaster does a great job but so did the original like when that game came out oh yeah like that was another game where we would like purposefully try to scare the crap out of each other with that game. Yeah. Um, there was two stories in that game because you yeah. control Leon and you control Claire. Mm-hmm. And it's two different sides. You see uh, different things that happen at different points and it, it all happens at the same time, I guess. But it's just awesome. 
and I uh, what they did in the remake is just great. Yeah, and it makes me excited for potentially the remake of three if they ever do it's it. Happening. I think they, yeah, I'm pretty sure they're going to do it. My friend's been game testing it. Oh gosh. I'm hired to game test it. Oh. Told me it's happening. Oh. So wait, everyone wait, wait, listening, oh. to hit points. We won't tweet about this, but now you know that the Resident Evil remake <laughs> is happening. Everyone's must cut this out. You're welcome. Are we supposed to talk about this? <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna give this person's name. <laughs> Okay. Well, I already figured. It, <laughs> I mean, it's this is the sure way to go if they if they do. Oh yeah. I mean, I, I, I would not be surprised to. if like because of the success of two. Yeah, I would not yeah, be surprised yeah. that, a th- that Resident Evil Three is a remake is on the way. Didn't yeah. the director tweet out at some point after the game came out the remake? He was like, "Hey, you guys want to see Resident Evil 3? Hey, y'all want this game? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Everybody was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." yeah. Well, it's yeah, up yeah. to you guys to buy it, and I'm pretty sure they sold like millions of copies. So I'm. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that game. Playing that game, we did a lot of scary stuff. But that was the one where I actually like peed my pants when I was playing oh it. The original um, or the remake? The original. Okay. Oh, we were playing. <laughs> so it was it like a rainy day, and our friend Alex from San Diego was in town, uh, and he was name. like, he was yeah, Alex from San Diego, and he was like really into the spookies. He was really good at it. Mm. So we were playing the game. Uh, I went to the bathroom. I paused it. And I went, came back in, and like I, everyone was gone. I was like. Oh, what's going on? And then like there, there was a so we had a like uh, the TV was like in a closet kind of, and like the closet would like kind of open up. You can like go in there and stuff like that. I heard noises right and, and in the closet. I'm like guys, <laughs> like guys, and I go and I, like pull it open. And Alex is standing like Blair Witch style, like facing the corner, not looking at me, mm. and he's like growling and stuff. I'm like yeah, oh, guys, and, he's, and then he turned around. He had like fake blood on. Him. He's like Aah! and like he chased me all around. Whoa, like, he thought about this a lot, dude. It was real good and real spooky for a little little version to me you know what i mean um i beat my pants i was so scared oh my gosh <laughs> good times anyways number two number two so matt what is your number two game ah <laughs> uh, it's a tough one because here's a th- like what would we consider are we looking for like their spook our, our spookiest or just the horror game I'm that we enjoyed the most i'm gonna because my two is gonna be super duper weird so i'm gonna say that it's the i say it's a horror game that like it could if you enjoy spoopy then that why that's why it's your top. But if you're like, oh, I really like story elements in my horror games, or I like to be surprised in my horror, like you just pick like why why this horror game is like your top, like yeah. Ah man, it's a tie. Is that how I do that? That's fine. Yeah, that's fine. I'm gonna yeah. drop it as a tie because one's story driven and one is more not story driven. Mm. Um, one I'm gonna say is the first Dead Space. That was Dang. my that's my oh, two. Yeah, that's two. my two. Oh, that's number two. Number two. Yeah. No <laughs> Dead Space two for me. Yeah. I love. That's, that's not my, my number two. two, but I love Dead I, Space I, I two. Love Man, Dead Space. it oh just gave you like that sense of isolation and feeling like you're alone. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that first game is so spoopy. Um, like th- and, and the story is really good. I like. I really was looking forward to Dead. Sp- uh, was it Dead Space three? That was like yeah. it was a co-op. Yeah, Dead Space two was fine to me. It was just more a little it was more, more action, action, but it was it was still scary. Dead Space one though, man, that was like where it was at. Uh, yeah, Dead Space One was the one, I, in my opinion, that brought back that survival element, that type, that type of game, because we haven't had it in a while. Because Resident Evil right. was at the point maybe Resident Evil Four already came out, and that was great, but there was no other game at the time out. And when Dead Space came out, it was like, oh my gosh, yeah, sci-fi horror that's not really been done to success mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. on that level, mm-hmm. and it, it's just awesome. I remember the use of, of using like. Like that survival skill in the first time, like you're floating through the gravity, uh, like yes. tubes and stuff like that, and like trying to find the ammo. Yeah. Um. I. It was 
Like, what a cool mechanic in a horror game. Mm-hmm. Gosh, I'll never forget just the image of, like, your spine. Because your spine <laughs> oh, was, right. like, your health and yeah. stuff. It was yeah. so yeah. spooky That's and eerie. so good. Great. It's great game design. Uh, yes. Yeah. Putting yes. my health bar in the game, yes. but on my character, and not have it be, like, on the side of the screen. I yes. love it. Yeah. Great. That's yeah. A plus. They, that's how they draw you as a, the gamer to scare you even more because you don't have a UI, so you're mm-hmm. just seeing the environment. It's awesome. Uh, there was a document, they, um, if you haven't watched it, it's on YouTube about the uh, director basically explaining the mechanics behind of making that game, what went through with all the behind the scenes of uh, designing the UI, designing the scary elements of the game, and it, it's really interesting what how they did that. Um, I, I'm not sure if the studios itself was acquired by EA before or after uh, Dead Space. Yeah, release, I'm not, but, I'm um, not sure. Yeah, I love Dead Space. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Um, so that that one's tied because that one that one's fen- phenomenal. But then the other one is um, Left 4 Dead. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. Ooh, yeah. I was obsessed with both one and two. Um, I remember the first time I encountered a witch. And it scared the poops out of me. And even like the surprise when like you like a smoker would like get mm-hmm. you out of nowhere, like ah, or like you'd hear the or the <laughs> it's like oh watch out, back roll back up, I got this, you know, like ah, uh, or the you hear that the bum bum bum, it's like oh it's the tank, the tank like yeah. man that game is such a so fun FPS nowadays. Yeah, all the mods. There's great. a Disneyland mod. You played that one? <laughs> no. What? Yeah, it's great. There's like five sections too. It's like a full Not map. Surpri- shouldn't be surprised. Oh, it's so fun. You go through like Main Street and yeah. like you gotta go through like backstage area of it oh and my stuff. Gosh. It's really fun. You can get it on Left 4 Dead. Oh, uh, you download it. You yeah, download I, I have it. it on PC and 360. In fact, my dad, who's also a gamer, he still plays it to this day on the 360. He has an Xbox One, but he plays it on. He goes hooks up his 360 and still plays it with friends online. Yeah, and it's so much fun, especially with friends, and uh, very addicting. It has scary points at times, even to this. Day. I, mean, it, I don't think it's scary. I think it's just shock value. Uh, yeah, and it's, it was addicting, and and it also made me. Even though there wasn't really a story, it made me care about those characters yeah. through all of their dialogue while they were just going around. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, um, man, if I had to choose, big fan of Bill. Yeah. The old <laughs> guy, great. the rugged Bill's old guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bill's freaking great. Or the, the Cuban guy in the second one is wearing the white suit. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> you know. Oh, I had a friend who Nick, was, I think his name I had was. a friend who was obsessed with, what's his name? Uh, the Hick from 2. Oh, the one to talk hat. like this? Uh, what yeah. was his name? Uh, he Jonesy was great. He was like the heart. He was yeah. like the heart of the team, you know. And then the, there was the, the the dad, you know, the black the black dad. Bill's the, here. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. I'm, oh, I just made I spit out his drink. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Bill's here. He just, I he got some pills here. Spam that. Yeah, yeah Bill's dude. here. I <laughs> someone here. made like a spoof video that was on like Funny Junk or something back in the day, uh, and it was just like ticking pills. Oh yeah, it was like a pills. whole song. Like <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. That's my top three. I spoiled my number one. We'll, uh, get, and we'll get to it. Yeah. Um, um, my t- well, my two was Dead Space. Yeah. And Emily, what's your it? number two? Oh, well, are you don't want to talk more about uh, Dead Space? Well, I mean, Dead Space 2, if you want to talk about the franchise, Dead Space 2, like I said earlier, was great. Just not on the level to me as the first one in terms of horror. It was like aliens. Yeah. Uh, it, it was just very alien. more uh, just – you're more doing a lot of more action, yeah, action based, and I think EA has some part with that, uh, pushing that into the company to make it more action to appeal to more fans instead of it just being straight horror. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I still liked Dead Space Two, uh, Dead Space Three. I never finished. Um, it was around the time when a lot of games came out, and mm-hmm. I was just overwhelmed. Maybe I'll go back to it at some point, but um, 
yeah, I, I still, in to- in ho- as a whole, love Dead Space, the franchise. So, mm. yeah, that's 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 all I want to add. <laughs> My number two is kind of a franchise. It's kind of a franchise. It is. Uh, it's a collection. Okay. It is the Nancy Drew mystery <laughs> games for the PC. <laughs> Man, when you are a when you are like a ten year old girl and you're playing these mystery games, also first of all, Nancy dies in these games. You can kill Nancy Drew as a young little girl. You can be like, oh, and Nancy will fall down the stairs, and it's all first person. And all of a sudden, on screen, it'll be like, you died, and it's just like, wait, really? Yeah, I if you there's because all these mysteries are like. People are coming after you because they're after money. They're trying to scare you away. They're trying to get you because you're 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 on the case. You are Nancy Drew, the no. young teen sleuth who is gonna find out what's going on. Uh, the first one I really ever got into, I think it was the first one I ever owned, was called Mystery in the Haunted Mansion. Now Ooh, this spooky. one was spooky because it's it's the music and it does to me what this game does really well is it's not only jump scares because it's kind of it's point and click. So it's point and click. You got to solve puzzles. You got to find collect items. You got to talk to people and get information out of them. They'll only tell you information if you have other information. Mm-hmm. You have other clues. Something that this game does really well that I appreciate in horror that scares that I appreciate more than jump scares is like subtle out of the corner of your eye horror. Anytime something is like, oh my gosh, wait, no, what just happened in the corner mm-hmm. of my screen? It was this there, and it like like the the window will blow, like you'll yeah. see the curtain move a mm-hmm. little bit. Or you'll see like a shadow, or the door will close as soon as you enter a room. The door, clo- the other door in the room closes, and you're like, even though it's a game, you're like, oh my gosh, who just yeah. left? Oh my gosh, they're gonna come back in, and it just has this really eerie soundtrack that's just like, and it's like Nancy hardly ever, like Nancy will sometimes talk to herself and be like, hmm, now that's suspicious, isn't it? But other than that, she really doesn't, or else she's just trying to exposition the heck out of what just went down. But it that mo- that game is truly spooky. Mm. The other ones kind of get a lot more fun, but that one's really scary. So did was the soap opera one. I think that one was number four in the series. Number game number four, Mystery of Haunted Mansion. I think it was number five. The soap opera one was literally um, this co-star is trying to kill his other co-star with like poison chocolates, and then ultimately tries to drop a light on her. And kill her because he's done with, like, he just wants to murder her. And if you can't save her, she gets smashed by the, you watch her get smashed by this light. You just see it coming towards her and it cuts to black and it's like, she died, you lose. These games were really intense as a kid. And I considered them horror puzzle games because they had these really scary moments to them. There's a new one coming. They kind of (laughs) changed over the time. They've kind of changed over the ages. They've gotten a new one coming out that's set in Salem this year. I'm really interested in trying it out. But Nancy these, Drew? Yeah. They still make these games. These games are still going strong. I love the Nancy Drew PC games. I've honestly been wanting to start, like, a small YouTube series mm. about my, me and my love for these Nancy <laughs> Drew PC games. My brother for Christmas was very sweet. Um, he tried to get all of – because I had a big collection of them on our PC. He tried to actually get all of them ported onto Mac so I could play them again. Oh, that's nice. Uh, but, unfortunately, the guy could not port oh. them all. Uh, so – but hopefully, I think I can find a lot of them on Steam, or if not, on the site. Or I yeah. can. I now have a Windows computer through work, and I can put Nancy Drew on my work computer. But these games are, like, actually really fun. They're a joy and a blast. And they are really, if you think about it, they are pretty spooky, especially if you're a kid. And But they're yeah. very challenging. They're incredibly challenging games. This, this is only on Windows, you said? Yeah. I think they actually, no, actually, they started releasing more on Mac, but oh. I think the old ones they have on Windows. Nice. Oh, yeah, and the first Nancy Drew game, they remastered it later on. You're trying to stop 
a drug bust at a high school and the guy comes out with a gun after you if you don't stop him in time. If he finds out that you're onto him, he comes and he like shoots you because he's like, no one's going to stop my drug chain in this high school. These are games for kids. That sounds like Veronica Mars. It's it's very fun. I love this series. <laughs> I know it, people, it, might, it may sound unconditional, but man, I just love to me, that was that was truly the horror I enjoyed as a kid, and that's what those games left a really lasting that's impact awesome. on me. Yeah. So number one, we already talked about your number one. Yeah, I do want to say another one that I totally forgot about until right now. Yeah. Um, it's it's I just want an honorable mention. Amnesia. I want to do amnesia. Ooh. as my honorable mention. I remember that Heck I was yeah. like a freshman or sophomore in college, and that was like amnesia all was the rage. Spooky. And my my friend had a PC computer, uh, and like a gaming computer, and like we all took turns like playing with our headphones on. Yeah. And like I remember like the water monster was like, <laughs> and it's like, like he found the tinder box. <laughs> it's like <laughs> like tinder the tinder box. box. <laughs> it's like you're going crazy. You don't like the tinder box. <laughs> like that game was so spooky. I really really enjoyed that one. Um, my my honorable mention would be what should have been what could have been uh pt uh yeah. i don't know if you well obviously you've you've played it emily uh have you played i have it? not mm-hmm. played you it. haven't i never uh, played the demo man. and did not i was a fool oh, i watched man. playthroughs of it like nobody's business yeah. but i unfortunately did not get to experience it, it it's myself. it's it makes me like happy and sad that we got it because i'm happy because we got to play it a phenomenal demo piece within, you know, uh, it came up, what, five years, five so, five or so years ago? But uh, it makes me sad because it, it never came out. It never, uh, Kojima left Konami and then, you know, mm-hmm. he's doing the, happy, well, he's doing the new game. I forgot the name of the game. Death, Death Stranding. Death Stranding. Where the but baby yeah. talks to you through controller. the controller. Yeah, yeah. Baby what? controller. <laughs> yep, they've confirmed <laughs> that the baby's going to talk to you through your controller. It'll be like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm still going to play it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, PT was <laughs> extremely frightening. It had a lot of uh, environmental things that were going on that just freaked you out. Just little subtle things that you were explaining with the Nancy Drew. Just little things that would just like make you tense up. <laughs> and it was very stressful. And at any time, you can get hit by or invaded by that uh, that scary looking woman mm-hmm. or whatever. And uh, I, it makes me wonder to this day what the full game would have been like. I think that's going to be one of the greatest mysteries. Uh, yeah, yeah. It probably would have been Taunting. one of the greatest horror games ever made. In, well, in like, we know what eventually came out because Guillermo del Toro is in Death Stranding. Yeah. So yes. we know that Guillermo del Toro and Kojima have a very, very good yeah. relationship. Wasn't Didn't he have a hand in the PT as well? Guillermo? He was producing it with him. Yeah. Okay. He was he was like a producer on it with – it was Guillermo del Toro yeah. and Kojima. They were working together on PT. Which would have been just like you think about that even more, and you're like, man, that would have been so good. Do you think after uh, uh, Death Stranding, do you think they'll do a horror game together? I hope so. I think it's tricky because I think PT essentially was Silent Hill. Yes. So yeah. I think they're gonna have to, if they really want to do something, they're gonna have to think of of a new IP. Mm. I don't know if they're gonna be able to go back and do Silent Hill. Who they knows? Won't. If, yeah. Uh. But um, I think they definitely. I would love to see it. I know that. Death Stranding has probably been like I think it's been probably one of Kojima's like masterpieces he's yeah. been really working on. So who knows what he's gonna do after this? I honestly would love to see still see a horror game from the two of them, regardless yeah. if it's Silent Hill or not. I think they're both really brilliant creators, yeah. and I'd really see I really want to keep seeing them working together. I think it will happen. I mean, they have a th- th- Kojima has his own studio now, so mm-hmm. based off the friend uh, the success of what's gonna happen with Death Stranding, which will probably be selling millions of copies. 
uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they do another game to introduce a new type of thing into their family. So, yeah, know. man. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yes, that shot. Uh, nope, stone. <laughs> so <laughs> that no, happens. That's so so <laughs> it's spooky, dude. Yeah. So I like I like I'm like seeing stuff in the corner of my eye yeah, now. Random things like that happens. Like you, so, you're basically going through a hallway um, repeatedly. And every time you go through the hallway, different things happen. And that's one of the things that you can randomly see where you just walk into the uh, kitchen. Yeah. You just walk into the kitchen. You randomly see that, that woman just standing there. And then it'll just the lights will come off. And then they'll come back on and she'll be gone. Or if you look <laughs> up into the balcony like up here, you'll just see her standing oh, looking down. You can't, at you. Now, oh, okay, <laughs> I don't like that. I don't like that. They need to uh, put that gonna, thing away that <laughs> looks yeah. like a person. Yeah, that yeah. drying rack with that yeah. piece of that towel on it looks like a person. Yo, straight up, they, you just look at the images. If you go Google search and look up it, PT game insane. and look at the images, it's haunting. Yeah, it, well, it's, yeah in the window outside, you uh, see it just hanging in like that and just... Well, well, what's crazy is that they you can actually still I think that you can still buy a PlayStation. Oh they, yeah. They they They're PlayStations that like downloaded it because mm -hmm. I think as soon as you downloaded it, if you if you played it, mm -hmm. it would expire after like a certain amount of days. Yeah. There's PlayStations you can buy that have PT downloaded on them that have yeah. never been played, so you could play it. Wait, they changed it because originally if you if you had downloaded it and never uninstalled it, you could still play it. But I didn't know they changed it. They, I think they eventually started wiping it entirely. Oh, okay. Well, that sucks. That sucks. As long as you have a non-updated PS4, mm. you can play it. Dang, that that sucks. But I mean, it's a phenomenal. <sighs> if, if you could, if you could just do watch, you said you already watched it, mm -hmm. but I'm gonna watch it. You are, yeah, oh, watch a playthrough of it, and it's. I would even encourage don't you to it watch it at night. <laughs> no, I, I'm the opposite. I'm like, don't do it at night. Ah, uh, no, we got to. We have to brace our fear, embrace our fears, and brace for the fears. Yeah. embrace for the fears. Yeah. it's a great, it's a great game. What's your, what's your number one? So my number one is Until Dawn. I think Until Dawn is such like a toast to the horror genre. It plays on all the tropes, mm. but then it throws you something else. And I think I love the narrative structure of it. I love the whole uh, relationship structure of it. And I love the whole uh, butterfly effect where depending on the choices you make, it will determine who lives and who dies, yeah. the strength of the relationships. Because if someone, I think, doesn't have a strong enough relationship with other people at certain parts of the game, they won't go on. Mm -hmm. And I think, yeah, as an actor, I've said this before with mocap, I love watching mocap performances, and I think Until Dawn was one of the first ones that really did it super well because it's a full game. And you really look at it, and you're like, oh, yes, it is It is toasting to the horror genre, the kids going up to a cabin over the weekend. What's going to happen? And you need to have uh, – there. that game would not succeed without motion capture, I don't yeah. think. It would not have the same effect. I love it. I really want to get Adam to play it because I think it'd be really, really fun for us to play yes, together. I it does mix. It. It, mix uh, it mixes uh, jump scares, mixes quick time events, and it mixes really tough decisions in a really, really smart and fun and scary uh, gameplay. I'm curious to see whenever Adam plays it, what his ending going to be. Yeah. <laughs> it definitely gets silly at some parts. I think some parts it definitely gets like, mm -hmm. okay, okay, yeah. spooky game. It's like it takes the horror trope and then it's like, what if it was real? And mm. uh, it turns on its head. But I still think it's a really, really fun game. I still really want to play Man of Madon. Uh, Matt's now terrifying us because he keeps we all, looking, we at all looking, looking, looking up. We're all looking up. We're all looking up. And now we all think the PT monsters here. Because this is what happens when you talk about spooky games. Oh, but I love, I love Until Dawn because to me that's like a horror game that I, like Like I said, it's sometimes it's hard for me to play horror games because I almost get too scared. I can't pick them up. But Until Dawn was actually a game I was able to get through because of so many other elements besides it just being horror. 
Outlast was very, very hard for me to get through mm-hmm. at Mountain Dew because <laughs> it. I felt like I was trudging through that game because it was just like, okay, mm-hmm. you're going to yeah. keep scaring me. I don't want to be here in this weird basement. Why is a spooky spooky alien demon here? <laughs> I thought we were in a mental hospital. What's happening? Uh, that's my Outlast experience. My honorable <laughs> mention, though, definitely goes to, it's a small game called The Park. This is a spooky darn horror game that will make you be terrified of Disneyland and other parks and places. So basically, you start to explore this. uh, You and your son go to this theme park that you used to go to as a kid. uh, And you start in, but you you ended up going way too late as the sun starts to set and you're here in this park at night. Mm. Yeah, bad parenting. This is another game that does really subtle horror things that are super duper scary. Cool. Like you're on like a little swan boat ride and towards the end of it, all of a sudden the swan, because you're just sitting first person in the swan boat and like all of a sudden the swan head starts to slowly turn until it's facing you and then the camera starts to shake and everything starts to shake and then it shakes back down and the swan head is back in front of you. And there's another part where you're like on a swirly part, you're on like a, you're almost on an astro orbiter ride and you see this huge dark shape like in the background of the lo- of like the lake in the in the distance and it you only see it anytime you go circle around and you're like what the heck is that it's a really spooky game it's all about psychological horror as well so it's a mixture of psychological horror and like yeah you're trying to figure out what happened to this woman and what her deal is with her kid and of course there's a giant squirrel mascot that is like a mickey mouse character that's chasing you the entire time so if you're like me and you really don't like mascot people outside of disneyland Mm. because they're hired to do that um it is not a it's a very spooky game also mountain dew made me play emily wants to play and i hate that game (laughs) i hate that game do not make me play a horror game where it's like as soon as you hear a laugh, you have to find her with her flashlight or yeah. else you're going to get a jump scare and die. And then there's a clown and there's another doll. You have to memorize all their ding-dong patterns and it's horrible and it becomes an objective rather than like anything. I uh, hate it. Uh, yeah. That part game is on PC or? I think so. You know what's another really good kind of spooky game, but it's much more like it's eerie. Mm. I would say an eerie game, Gone Home. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Gone Home. It's much more because it's an exploration yeah. and it's eerie, but it has a very soft, it has a very somber ending. Mm. It's not mm. like a horror game, just eerie. Uh, let me look up the no, part. Do we scream so we can breathe? Is that why we scream? Because uh, when you're scared, frightened, you, you like hold your breath. So we scream to like breathe, right? Well, I guess I feel like this is a dumb question because I I never really thought about it. Scientists were here probably just explain it or something like that. I don't know. That makes sense to me because you're letting you're like exhaling. But it's like something to do with your diaphragm or something like that. Why do you keep looking? I don't know. (laughs) Matt is scaring us. (laughs) Um, So this is the park. Oh, Oh, I'm I'm into that. Yeah, I want to check it out. It's on Steam, I'm assuming. Yeah, Yeah, I'll, I'll look it up and check it out uh, um yeah. quick one uh another one that i could do honorable honorable uh, honorable mention is uh soma it takes place underwater soma, mm-hmm. so yeah. good so good because uh, it starts off just ordinary like you just a normal person and it just just trips you out and just it takes you to a wild ride into this whole facility underwater and being underwater is probably one of the most underrated fears that yeah, a yeah. lot of people don't consider like if you're underwater, there's no light. If you, especially if you're deep underwater, where there's way from the surface and all that stuff. But uh, yeah, Soma was a really good game that I would highly uh, recommend anybody play it. 
if you like horror. Sweet. So. Yes. Well, do you all like horror? Well, that's what our top three. But we could like we could go on and on about horror games. Agreed. So yeah. if you uh, please send us an email to refillyourhitpoints at gmail dot com. Please let us know your top three favorite horror <laughs> games and your honorable mentions as well. We'd love to hear like what your favorite games are, if they are the super spooky kind or if they kind of are the eerie psychological horror mm. kind. What kind of horror games do you like? Because horror games are definitely a genre where it's not really for anyone, but there are a variety out there to kind of cater to your own horror taste. So feel sure to share your, your thoughts with us on not only on refillyourhitpoints at gmail.com and our email, but also on Twitter as well. And we just like, uh, we got an, uh, fa- an email from one of our listeners, uh, Aaron Disk, via email. And it goes as so. Hey, Emily, Naeem, and Matt. Great job as always with the episode. Currently, I am trying out the early access version of Encase and then getting back to playing through Divinity Original Sin 2. I think the game I'm most looking forward to currently is probably now the Final Fantasy VII remakes, as I was skeptical, but I really liked a lot of the stuff that I've seen and heard about the game lately, so I'm pretty excited for it now. The Outer Worlds going EGS exclusive pretty much killed my interest or excitement for that, so I might pick it up when it goes back to Steam. I'll have to see. In regards to getting a Switch Lite, while the games available for it continue to be incredibly impressive, I just don't think I leave my house enough to warrant it as I can play stuff on my PC or PS4 at home. That was some great insight to our last discussion. Um, as for questions, what is a piece of merch that you would love to see from your favorite franchise or one of your favorite games that doesn't exist? Bonus points if it is something completely different from what is currently available, whether it is something usable, consumable, or, de- or decorative. Thanks again for all your work on the podcast. Erdinsk. Sweet. So the question is, what is your favorite? What, what piece of merch um, would you guys love to see from a franchise that uh, doesn't exist? Ooh. I know for sure mine. Mine has been at the top of my head. I want this so bad. I want it so bad. I want all of the, specifically the Kenza clothing line from Splatoon, the Splatoon series. I want all that clothing. Make all that stuff real. I would buy all of it. That is not just, it's not just cool. It's fresh and it'll help you stay off the hook. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So that's for sure mine. I would love just that clothing line. Right, Em? Like, you you played, you haven't played it right now? It's, no. I dig it. No, it's good. It's fresh. Oh yeah. It's super fresh. I gotta think. Um, there's certainly some jackets from certain games that maybe like Infamous. Did he wear a special jacket? Just Infamous jack- did. Infamous yeah. Second he, Son did. It's the did. jacket because yeah. it changes as you play. Yeah, I think it was like the jacket from Infamous that I would love to like own. Um, there's some. There's other games that like the character will wear like a cool jacket or something like that that I would love to own if they made that. I gotta think about it, but um, I can't think on it right this moment what about you emily i love props give oh. me the golf club from bioshock that uh, <laughs> jack uses to be andrew ryan and have it be like andrew ryan uh i love props and stuff like that um i also really would love i would love if if bethesda actually licensed like a legit vault suit they have like a plushy kind of like a, a plush uh fleece like sleepy suit I say, like, build us, like, $200, $300, a canvas, like, make us a real vault suit that you can customize the number on the back. Mm. That would be so rad. And you would get so many cosplayers who would do it. I love that because I already got a Pip-Boy. I love Fallout. I'm trying to think of other games, too. 
Um, I'm really into statues. There actually was one uh, for one of the Bioshock anniversaries. They actually released an Andrew Ryan statue that you cannot find anymore. Mm-hmm. But it looks I've seen it in videos and it's it's beautiful. Um, I love art too. It's really yeah, I love having like posters from games. I love getting art from like art from like if the in game has posters around. Yeah. I love that. Uh, I think to I me I think for me it's more that. clothing. Yeah. I want clothing from games, like legit good not just like inspired clothing, like give me Elizabeth's full like give me the Elizabeth blouse or give me the Elizabeth skirt or something. Yeah. I the I, Booker vest. No, that'd be sick. That'd be sick. That'd be really sick. I really I also think I, I just in general um, Mondo does this, and a lot of, you know, I think Sony and a bunch of game companies do it, but specifically for Nintendo, I'd love to see, um, they did it for, like, once, I think, for Legend of Zelda, but just, like, vinyl collections of, like, their game music. Like, I love, like, the DK Country soundtrack on vinyl, or, like, even Splatoon sound- o- OST on vinyl. Like, yeah. I would love a collection of, like, Nintendo mm. vinyl yeah, stuff. Yeah, several companies do. I know Red, uh, Rockstar did Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, like, there's a Spider-Man one. Yeah. That, that one's sick. The Mondo yeah. cover is, like, mm. really cool. Oh, I actually would love if they release another. It would be insane. It would be the most outrageous thing. Give me legit full a full leather nightingale armor set that I can buy and wear as a person. <laughs> that's what I want. <laughs> That'd be cool. That'd or be even like Mass Effect. If they built like some – because I have the Omni tool. If well. they If they built out some Mass Effect outfits, like if you could – oh, man – just, I'm just looking they, at they, professional they cosplay companies. They could be building that in like Area 51 at some point. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's true. Yeah. I think. Oh no, I want. I want. I tell you what, I want. I want because it's not that big, and I think they could definitely handle it. I forget the name of the specific visor, but it's uh, the Mass Effect visor that has the p- clear cl- plastic clip over your eye. Like a, like a scouter? Yeah. yeah. I would want that as like an actual headset. I mm. built a What's cosplay version of it. Level? It was it was tricky. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but I think I think you could definitely. That is definitely something that you could. Easily mm-hmm. market, sell, make prototypes of, and mass produce. Yeah. Also, I would actually drink Nuka Cola if they made that like a real thing. Did they, they make have. that? Yeah, I remember. But, like, I didn't. Yeah. I never got that. And it's I feel Jones like it's soda. It's I have actually out. have a bottle of Nuka Quantum sitting on my shelf unopened because it just looks so good. And I know, and like put it under a light. You know, it's like ooh, yeah. it looks good. I want. Yeah, I should put like a glow stick in it or something, or you like a light the, underneath. The, yeah, like the little. I think Hyper has them. Like, That'd be really fun. Like the lights that are like that big, and you like. Yeah. You can use them as like a problem. I'm gonna do that because I have all the because bo- I love the stuff like I have the Fallout. Bu- I have a few of the Fallout bubble heads, mm. which I think is really fun. I love it when you can buy actual items that are in the game, yeah, but are also like, oh, I have this item in real mm. life. Yeah, Wee. yeah. I will make a correction. The Outer Worlds is not an Xbox exclusive. I think a lot of people were surprised that it, it seemed like at inside Xbox they made it feel like there was an I Xbox think it exclusive. Was a exclusive. Is that what? Aridance said in the in the email, or did I just hear it incorrectly? Apologies if I did, but the Outer Worlds is coming out to the PS4, Xbox One, and PC, and the Switch later on. PS4, Xbox One, and Windows on October twenty fifth, two thousand nineteen, and then a Switch version will be coming later. Yeah. TBD. So yeah, because I'm excited. I actually need to pre-order my games tonight. That's what I needed to do with my time. Is I need to pre-order that game from my from my PlayStation. Yeah, Sheikah yeah. Slate too. I want a Sheikah Slate. Anyways, uh, all right, <laughs> that's what we'd want. Uh, what do you guys want? What does everyone else want? Let yeah, us know. tell us your Game Gear dreams. Yeah, yeah. Wait, Game Gear? <laughs> I just caught up to what you just said. No, I'm just saying. Like, what are you, what is your dream? Oh, what th- is your dream game merch? I thought you I wanted say. the re-release of that that uh, that handheld. Oh, the Game ga- Gear. Yeah, I was oh like, wait. gosh, no. <laughs> 
What is you your dream <laughs> video game merch? Not I got uh, Power Rangers for that. What? Like oh, on the Game the Gear? Power Rangers, yeah. yeah. God, I remember yes. that boxy, bulky thing. It's like a just a, a rectangle prism. Yeah. Well, guys, if you like, we love these questions, and if you want to send us more thought-provoking questions, you can send that to us at refillyourhitpoints at gmail.com, or you can uh, tweet at us your questions at hitpointspod. Refill your hit points. Or are you talking about Twitter? On Twitter. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Apologies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm tired. I'm tired, too. <laughs> I'm Matt Acevedo. You can find me at the email Acevedo on all the socials. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at, uh, at Naeem B. Stewart and Instagram at the Vicious Fool. You can find me at frankly underscore Emily on Twitter and with an extra underscore after Emily on Instagram. And if you guys really like the show, um, we are trying to make a push for reviews. So if you could leave a review on iTunes, that would help us a lot. Tell your friends, even if they don't listen to it, one, they should be. And two, just take their phone and leave a review. That'd be super cool. Um, we would really appreciate your support on that. But thank you guys for everything. Yeah. Thanks so much. And until next week, be sure to refill those hit points. Boogie. Ghost. Ooh. It's a jump scare. Ah, at the very end. The moon is going away. It. Here ah. it is. Don't look under your desk. What's in the closet? It's a spooky lady from PT. Here's a pie. You better sleep with the lights on tonight. Ah. Why is Zach staring up there? So, oh. <laughs> oh, my God. I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. I so hate much. you. you got okay. that okay, on bye everyone. the bye podcast. Everyone.